Psalm 100, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, everyone, happy Thanksgiving. It's Elisa Keaton, and I saw on our docket of what was going to go out this week that we didn't have anything scheduled for Thanksgiving and something inside of me rose up and said I wanted to come and just from my heart uh, share with you five things that I'm thankful for I'm really just pour my uh, why I'm crying I don't know I'm really just overjoyed at the goodness of the Lord in this very difficult season we've been in it's been filled with highs and lows hasn't it But overall, God has been so good and the shredding and the rendering and the tearing and the ripping away of old wineskin for new wineskin that I couldn't help but not come back here. I couldn't do it. I'm like, we got to come here and just say how good the Lord has been. So this is just going to be a quick me to you. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't know when you're listening to this, if it's the day after Thanksgiving or maybe sometime later when you find it in the podcast feed, but it is probably just the right time for you to enter in and give thanks yourself. Um, I don't want to make this about me at all. I want to make it about God. And I hope it encourages you as you hear my voice and the joy and the tears and the gladness, the loss, and the gain, <laughs> that you'd be encouraged that he's still faithful. His love does endure forever. That his love is the golden thread that holds everything together. And so tears are not tears of, of pain. They are really joy. <laughs> it's like you live in this place where joy and suffering really crossover and our perfect companions for the journey so I'm gonna just talk straight from my heart about the five things that I've been thankful for in 2020 <laughs> what a crazy crazy year in 2020 well first of course all of these go under the umbrella of God I want to say God, I'm thankful that you called me. I'm thankful that you saw me in a very lonely and dry place and you came. You breathed life into my bones, God. And everything about my family and my ministry or all of this, I pray, God, that it is a sweet aroma in your nostrils, that my life is a offering to you. And because of that, many are drawn to you. They see and sense the sweetness of who you are, even in the bitterness and the bitter moments of life, God. So first of all, I guess there's six things, but I just want to make sure you didn't hear me say not God. Like all of that I'm about to share clearly is under the sovereignty of God's call 
um, on my life and then practically maybe how you participate and show up here in this community. So first thing I'm thankful for in 2020 is the pivot. (laughs) The pivot. (laughs) Oh my word. Never saw it coming. The greatest pivot that we did, which is probably a lot of ministries, is we pivot to online. We didn't stop. We didn't crawl up in a ball and say, well, I guess we'll just have to sit this out. We figured um, pretty quickly that the ministry and the word and the good news must still go out. It just needs to go in a different package. So what does that look like? And so we, we sought the Lord, mostly particularly about our instructor training, which you all know that's the high call of this ministry. We are grateful if you use this podcast. We're grateful for um, if you engage with Revwell TV, um, however you show up here, we're super grateful. But the goal is transformation. <laughs> Transformed people, transform people, free people, free people. And it's that that message of God doesn't want us to, he doesn't need us to work for him. But when the work of God gets done in us, there's just a fruitfulness that's produced through us. And our instructors are the ultimate expression of fruitfulness to us. Um, yeah, it's they're not people just reading the word and checking boxes. They have become the word and they go out to, to their communities and want to, to offer hope to people in a dry and barren land. And many of you are here because you know fitness can be a very dry and barren land. And um, the way that we were able to pivot this year and go from a class of maybe 150 to 200 instructors per session to 550 because we went online. Um, and you guys, it was it forced us to think, rethink things, to it gave us an opportunity to restructure and to do things differently. Uh, it's actually going to change even how when we do train for in person again how that whole training will be different it was an upgrade this setback was an upgrade for a comeback so i'm grateful to the lord for the for the pivot and i'm not grateful for a pandemic hear me not at all i hate it it's evil the prince of the power of the air is at work with a virus with things that can cause fear in the night but we shall not be shaken there is no weapon formed against us and although we might feel afraid and have our moments of having to to feel what we feel and be aware of what we think you you and I and this ministry are the people that go okay but what did the Lord say let's get back to good as fast as possible there's no other place we want to be So I'm grateful for the pivot, and I believe that as we are coming out of this pandemic, that the people of God are going to be refined and sanctified and set apart in a way where we've been awakened. We've been awakened and we're ready. So I am thankful for for the pivot. And I don't even know what else is to come. There's probably more things to come um, from this year that have been fruitful. I will say this, and closing about the pivot we did hear back from some of our instructors who went through training and they said to us because it was online I felt safe to come 
And that's true, everyone, when it comes to transformation, when it comes to confession and getting things out of us, getting the bad news out of us that's to get stuck in good bodies, the first thing everyone needs is safety. Safety. You have to know you're safe. So that online space, you know, we can poo-poo it and we can, it can backfire, which is why we did this, the phone freedom. That was another great thing that came out of COVID um, as our, our phone freedom challenge. You can look that up. It's under our freebies page. Um, but that we're not despising online. It is a great gift. We just want to steward it really well. We want to steward technology well. And because we could meet online, people felt safe enough to come and then the Lord does what he does, shifts the shapes of hearts. It's amazing. So I'm grateful for that. The second thing I'm grateful for in 2020 is a team that backs up the pivot. Oh my gosh, our team. Y'all, the team, maybe on this podcast, I'm going to link the about page of our website. And that's not even everyone. There's about 26 uh, people on staff here, meaning they receive a paycheck every every couple weeks um, and they all get in beautiful organization and alignment to to execute uh, visions that the Lord gives us and they are all a part of the pivot every one of them um, our executive directors I'm just going to shout out by name first of all Leah Parker our, our chief operating officer she is the tail to my kite the left side of my brain to my right the spreadsheet to my canvas <laughs> Leah Parker I am grateful for uh, Katrina Canfield you guys know Katrina if you do Revol TV as a duo of Courtney and Katrina Katrina Canfield is our executive director of um marketing and communication so anything any email you receive um, all the communication helps us keep the calendar in check so we're not stepping on each other's toes as tight as it can get Katrina Canfield makes that possible and she just makes that department sing and all these these people I'm naming have people that work for them and like I said I won't have time to name them all but the executives work real hard um, it, it's practically it is a full-time job in many ways for them Fran Potoski is our executive director of administration and talk about spreadsheets and processes. There would be no, no, none of this without Fran's ability to think through process for people to organize how things will happen, when they will happen, if they can happen. <laughs> you can have all the ideas in the world, but if you don't have some, some organization to the process, it won't happen. So I'm thankful for Fran. And then finally, Kristen. Kristen Newlin is our executive director of events. Um, so think of it this way. Um, Kristen makes sure, you know, doing everything we used to do in person is now running and pivoting things online. It's like a whole nother vapor that she's trying to manage. I always love thinking of Rev of this as this way. We are one big pizza parlor because pizza is always good and we deliver good news. We're all just pizza deliverers. That's all we do. We're making pizza every day, setting it out for people to eat because who doesn't like pizza, right? Even if you don't like anchovies. Okay, pick it off. Just eat the pizza. Well, you can see, uh, I always see it as Katrina's 
getting the signs out to make sure people know that this pizza parlor is open and that it's good pizza and that it looks appetizing and that it represents the excellence of the quality of ingredients that Fran is preparing back in the kitchen. Fran is making sure the kitchen orders line up and come through and people's pizza gets delivered. Nothing gets cold. Nothing gets dropped on the floor. That There's a process back in the kitchen. If anyone's ever looked, looked, worked fast food, you know there needs to be a process. Well, Fran makes sure that in the kitchen, everyone washing their hands, putting things in order to get good pizza out there. And then Kristen is bringing in the buses, the, the kids from the field trips that are getting bussed into the pizza parlor so that they can get what they need, have an experience, get back on the bus, get to their destination, and keep things moving right along that the encounters happen and that nobody gets left behind remember when you're a kid you'd have to have your travel buddy Kristen makes sure that everyone's got their buddy to get on the bus get on the bus get where you need to get and get the good news so that's just a little shout out to my team underneath them is a staff a director's staff volunteer staff regional captains um, our culture, director of culture, Heather. It's incredible what the Lord has done here. I'm thankful for, the third thing I'm thankful for are the missionaries who I call our donors. You guys are donors, which a lot of you are our fitness teacher, gospel preachers. You are donors. You are missionaries who are out spreading good news. You lace up your shoes. You host the class. You put out the invitations and even if one person comes, you know it's still for the audience of one. So our fitness teacher, gospel preachers, are our missionaries, our donors, you are our missionaries too because of your donation, your monthly partnership with us. We are breaking physical and spiritual chains of addiction. We are breaking physical and spiritual chains of poverty. We are breaking physical and spiritual chains of dis-ease and sickness and mental illness. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Every seed you sow here, you are on mission with us. So I can be thankful for all the other things I've listed so far, but without your faithfulness to connect and sow some seeds here, there's no, there's no image, there's no vision. It would perish. So cannot say thank you enough. Recently, we had a donor give us $12,000 one it's the greatest biggest one-time donation we have ever received in the history of the ministry <sighs> i was blown away and it's all for our lights in our new studio you guys our end of the year giving is coming pretty soon and uh i just invite you to give we have a vision to continue to um, develop our this production part of the ministry, the production to get content out there through the airwaves, whether it's through technology, video, podcast, sound, we, we're asking for that investment. So whatever size you give, thank you. I am grateful to our missionaries. I am grateful that anything you have seen or learned here, you are putting into practice grateful now the fourth and fifth thing that I'm grateful for it's a personal pivot the fourth thing I'm I'm grateful for is my family 
my husband Simon, my 19, almost 20-year-old son Jack, and my almost 17-year-old daughter Sophia. That's my little army. That's my little army. I am thankful that although I did not do everything perfectly, I've learned so much. I wish I could go back and be a different mom. I wish I knew the things I know now that I'm teaching you guys. (laughs) When I say you guys, you listeners. And trust me, sometimes the enemy tries to accuse me of being a hypocrite because I couldn't I couldn't do what I did, what I didn't know to do then, but I didn't know, right? Sin is to know what is right and not do it. I didn't know. So my family, they are the perfect warriors chosen for me. They, the Lord put an extra layer of Teflon around their hearts for the arrows that would get hurled at them through my unhealthy and unwhole places. But because of them, everything I've learned and have have taught to this point in almost 30 years now of being fashioned to bring a message this way I couldn't do it without them I wouldn't want to do it without them and if push came to shove they win and I love that they know that and I get to live that out in front of them Simon and I are entering into the empty nesting phase pretty soon but I also know it just means you lose to gain. So more goodness is coming, but first I have to release them and transition into another phase of life. But I'm grateful for the days we've had together. So Jack, Simon, and Sophia, I love you. I don't know if you'll ever listen to this because they don't ever listen to my stuff, and that's totally fine with me. <laughs> it's just mom talking again. It's just mom preaching in the gospel, preaching into the, into the air in the workout room. They, they don't even hear me anymore, and I'm okay with that. I know one day my grandkids and grandkids' grandkids will hear this voice and hear a woman who loved deeply her family and had a vision for generations to come. If I had their voice right now, if I had their attention right now, all I would say is he's worth it. Nothing else in the world will satisfy like Christ. Love him, know him, enjoy him, and life will be full. So thank you to my family. And the fifth thing I am thankful for this year is the great loss that was for promotion. My father passed away suddenly in October. I thought we had more time. He was kind of the last thing to me on earth that was connected to my mom. Um, We had a challenging relationship, my father and I. But again, I'm grateful for for him because I wouldn't be who I am without the challenges and adversity that came through his own half-broken wholeness of heart. You know what I mean? But the loss of him, I feel to some degree, was merciful. Um, 
He had cancer as well, but did not pass of cancer. He passed of a heart attack. And my mom passed of cancer, so I was not ready for another road to walk like that. It was, I was ready, but I wasn't ready. So as much as I'm sad that we didn't have more time, I'm grateful for the mercy of him being suddenly snatched to go home to be with my mom. So it brings it all the way back to a generational thing. I am grateful to be the woman, the daughter of a fallen earthly mother and father, so that I could be found in the love of the everlasting father. Everlasting father. So before we go, (laughs) I thought for this little Thanksgiving, whatever I'm doing here, just so you all could hear my heart and know that we love you and we're thankful for you, that I wanted to give you a little peek into my family. (laughs) I found a voice memo of um, my mom and my dad, myself and Sophia in in the in the van we were driving and my parents loved a van they had no they didn't have any people to drive around they just liked a van we we didn't have a big family but my, it's like a moving living room right a van so we we're driving the van one day this was towards the end of my mom's ability to walk and move around before she was bedridden and we took some pictures out in the desert Sophia had a camera given to her at Christmas since we went out to the desert to take some pictures and one of the things my mom always loved to do was make up stories she was a child at heart she was a child at heart and the process begins someone just begins with some abstract arbitrary subject matter a storyline and then each person in the car has to add on to the story so I thought I'd let you hear this ridiculousness um, of what it was like to grow up in my home Um, and maybe just have a laugh and then I'll come back and close out with you guys. Okay, have fun listening to this story that makes absolutely no sense. Go. There was this man, his name was Whiskers. Not Whiskers, Whiskers. Whiskers. He liked to act like a rooster. So he'd stand on top of a fence in his backyard and every morning he'd get up there and he'd cock like a rooster. And he would call, cock a to everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he saw this fox, this big fox glaring at him, looking at him. And he started to shake.
So together with their lion bodies, they made a ladder so then the fox could go out of a ditch and find Wooster the rooster. <laughs> At the end. Oh, he didn't die. Now we all know what happened. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and he didn't die. Amen. So it is true for all of us. And they didn't die. <laughs> well, there you go. Y'all have a little more insight into the ridiculousness that made this woman. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. God, thank you. Uh, we bow before you. And as I share stories, uh, Lord, the thread through all of this is family. The thread through all of it, um, from giving thanks to the pivot and the team and my family and the donors and uh, the loss of family this year the loss that we are incurring as family this year god it all ties together with you that even through all of it you have been good and your love endures for a thousand generations god so we stand on the rock this thanksgiving and we thank you that you were faithful then, you'll be faithful now, and you will be faithful to a thousand generations. Have your way in this ministry, God. Make way, prepare the way for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come in, have a seat, and stay here. And may we stay with you. Bless us, God, as we prepare to move into this post-pandemic time. May our hearts be gentle, tender, and ready for the purposes of of your plans and your will. In Jesus' name, amen.